Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! No timeouts for the Wolves. 4.7 seconds. Gibson's got to get it in. Does. Wiggins drives across midcourt. Andrew lets it fly at the buzzer for the lead. Andrew Wiggins backs it in. Timberwolves, an unbelievable win here in Oklahoma City. Ryan goes back to pass, fires right, intercepted by Harrison Smith at the 30-yard line. Harry the hitman. By Parisi, fire scores! Puckett swings and hits a blast. Deep left center, way back, way back. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you with another edition of Sports Done Right, direct from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, up north country, Big Ten country. And this show is really about the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. Uh, This is going to be an abbreviated show. But one thing that um, I I do want to share is we will talk some NFL playoffs as well, but I, I I mean, I don't even know where to begin with these Minnesota Timberwolves, man. Now I get it. Cat has now contracted COVID. God bless that young man, uh, his family, as, as all of you probably heard, he lost his mother. He has lost six or seven other relatives to COVID-19. I mean, it has just been unimaginable what that, virus has done to to their family Uh, very touching post on instagram when it first broke where he's talking to his nieces and nephews saying he's not going to wind up in a box like grandma i mean just you know really moving stuff and you know it's it's just it's sad to see because he is obviously your team's best player he is the franchise player and he cannot get out there and I, I just don't know, man. It is it's just really pathetic watching Timberwolves basketball right now. Again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Check us out on Facebook. Uh Sports Done Right There, W R I G H T. And also on Instagram, you can follow me, Sports Done Right There as well. And yeah, before we get into the NFL and, and talk about, you know, Tom Brady and is Drew Brees done and, and all the other uh, things, especially uh, with Green Bay winning, I, I do want to talk about the Timberwolves here. And I know this is going to really kind of go for the the local crowd here. So if 
folks who listen to the show around the nation want to peep out and listen on demand. I totally understand that. But I mean, we're really, this is just, it's a dire situation because not only do you wonder if we should flyer or flyer fire Ryan Saunders, 34 years old. And, you know, you look at the numbers and you go, oh, well, sure, that's an easy choice. Three thirty-one winning percentage. Jim Suhan wrote an article in the Star Tribune where he said that's actually worse than well, when Sam Mitchell was let go. They're last in the Western Conference. Nine to ten games they've lost. Players not playing up to potential including the awe-inspiring Ricky Rubio, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, it's, it's just, it's it's pathetic. And right on time, Togo Coles is in here. We have um, Sydney from Burnsville, Minnesota, listening, Gov. The T-Wolves suck, end of story. Big Mike and Eden Prairie is getting through on Twitter. What up, Vince? Good to hear you. And yes, the Wolves do suck. Stopped carrying three years ago. Who else do we got here? Just real quick. Uh, we have uh, we have Ann from Richfield, Minnesota listening. Thank you, Ann. And we also have Tommy from Minnetonka listening as well. Uh, move to Tampa. Togo, man, <laughs> we're going to talk offline about that because the winner has got the sports governor in all kinds of emotions, bro. Let me just finish this Timberwolves rant, and I, I'll t- I'll get into my winter feelings here because, yeah, we 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 got to flip the script here, and we got to be a become snowbirds, me and the first lady, because we ain't doing this too much longer. I mean, this is just B is and B, S is an S, bullshiggity. All right, but Ryan Saunders, look, this is why I thought the Wolves got themselves in a very very dire situation hiring Ryan. We we know Ryan, obviously his father is a legend in Minnesota sports and coaching, a former golfer, a legend as well, Flip Saunders. We get all that. And and if it's one thing that Minnesotans do, we we love our own. And you know, whether you're Joe Maurer, whether you're a Saunders, this or that, whatever, you're from Minnesota or have ties from Minnesota, fans are gonna latch on. So Ryan Saunders gets hired, and man. I just I I didn't like it, but it's tough saying that because his father had just passed. So, you know, you come out and if you say that people try and paint you into a corner is like, oh, you don't like Ryan Saunders or, or you're a jerk or you're an ass because you're you're not in favor of Ryan Saunders. I just didn't think he was ready yet. And I thought that at the time, you know, the Wolves, it, it was a critical hire, you know, uh, the Wolves were really on the precipice. They've just gotten rid of Tibbs. The Butler thing's blowing up. All this stuff happening. And they bring in Ryan Saunders. Okay, well, now I get from what you hear, yeah, he is well-beloved with the team, players, coach, all that stuff, but the players have not won for him. And that's why I... 
what is happening is what I thought was going to happen initially. You know, the Timberwolves kind of trying to figure it out, put together some teams. They got a couple names, but, you know, it's just, it, it just ain't working, man. It just is not working. And I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, I, I, I sat down here and I actually, I wrote down some stats and all this, but it, who cares? Honestly, who cares? We know about the Timberwolves. If you follow this team, if you follow the NBA, you know how bad this team sucks. And yes, do I think we should get rid of Ryan Saunders? I do. But I'm also going to tell you, I don't know who you're going to bring in. I don't know. Here's the more important question, people listening to Sports Done right out there. Who wants this job? Who wants to come in and deal with this organization right now? I, I have no idea. You know, you got J.B. Bickerstaff down there. He's doing some things, it looks like, um, as a coach. But is he going to come here, former uh, Timberwolf player, for a brief moment, if I remember correctly? Obviously a former gopher, uh, friend of my sister, of course. (laughs) I like to drop that in. But I I don't think J.B.'s coming back here just for the love of Minnesota. Maybe. But I just, I don't know. I don't know who you bring in. I don't know. Like I said, the more important question is at this point, who wants this job? I like Rosas, the GM. I like what he's been trying to do, but you know, so far things just have not panned out. And I give him a break because he came in here. At least he tried, you know, got some pieces, tried to bring Rubio back into the fold so far. That hasn't, you know, I don't want to say it's been a flop by any means, but it has not worked like the Timberwolves nation has thought it was. And again, while he may help in a veteran role and and talking and stuff, his play has not been good. Cat goes out, the rest of the team, you know, Anthony Edwards is doing a, a, a very good job as, as the number one overall pick as a rookie in this league. But man, The rest of this is just not looking good. And I don't know what to tell you people out there. I really don't. Because I don't think there's an active free agent market that really wants to come here. And I think we're really on the verge of of just sitting in basketball purgatory. We had our run. KG and... And that nice little playoff team that we had. So, we, you know, we've shown that we can get players here and, and, you know, at least come here and play some basketball in the wintertime. But, again, um, I just don't know. You know, the organization has always had question marks. Again, I've liked what Rose has tried to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's going to need some more time. But uh, Gerson has really... Um, Got to take a look at this roster here and, and really just go deeper and, and try and figure out, you know, what it would take to get some different names here and some different players here because, again, just don't know. And and for the long term, I mean, Cat's only going to be around for, for so long. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know. It is very, very frustrating when you just you have nothing to cheer for from when it comes to your NBA team. Um, 
Yesterday they lost to the Hawks. A few days ago, the 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 loss that really kind of got the team or the uh, talk of firing Saunders going again was that uh, loss in Memphis where they were up by ten in the fourth quarter and blew that game. I just don't know what to tell you. I mean, I I, I sit here just utterly confused. Malik Beasley is averaging 19 points a game. Anthony Edwards is averaging 12 and a half points a game. And after that, you know, I'm going through the uh, list here. You got D'Angelo Russell at 21 a game. But collectively, man, it's just not happening with this team. Hernan Gomez. No, it's just it's like it's just a bunch of project players put up put together. Jake Lehman, Jaden McDaniels, you know, cats out. Got Vanderbilt over there, you know, at the forward spot. Ricky Rubio averaging six points a game, but again, he's off. Josh Okogi averaging six point two guard um, a game. And none of these people gets any. Body excited, and honestly, it 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 would really it might be a good thing that there's no fans being able to get into Target Center right now because I don't think anybody wants to go see this. You know, the Wild just started. We're gonna touch. We're gonna touch more a little bit more on the hockey uh, next week. Gonna get the Wild. Let them get a few games in. I know everybody's excited about Kirill and you know the new guy on the team and that opening night overtime goal that lifted them over the LA Kings and to come back in game two against the Kings again down by a couple goals in the third period while going get a couple overtime wins they lost last night to Anaheim they got one more games they're kind of doing these pairings you know the pair games here so two with the Kings two with Anaheim when they're out west they don't get home I think until next week for their technical home opener but we'll we'll get into that a little bit more next week there on the hockey side of things on sports done right but you know with these lowly timberwolves man i don't know what to tell you and i'm not even gonna pretend i have the answers man because you i've i've been watching this team ever since they've been here and this is just god awful you know dead last in the western conference three and nine and yeah, if if obviously if it does continue, you got to get rid of Ryan Saunders. But they better have a hell of a plan or some backdoor channeling going on to figure out who in the hell they want to talk to about coming in here and fixing this thing if that is the route they're going to go on. I mean, you're not going to have a choice. I mean, you cannot keep Ryan Saunders around if this team keeps losing like this. And... You know, this is this is just the nature of the beast too. This has nothing to do with Flip and his his legacy and and who Ryan's dad is. This is about a basketball team that is just utterly in shambles. Um, and and quite honestly, even with Cat and Cat was playing out of his mind. He was coming back. He was playing injured. He you could see him hustling more on defense, really putting in the work. But. You know, they're still, you know, they may have won one or two of these games, but, you know, they're not going to really, you know, set the world on fire. Now, that can change. Get Cap back, something gels, you get a little winning streak put together. 
But, man, it is just not happening. And the T-Wolves have got to figure this out because if this goes to to, to crap, man, they're, they're literally going to be done. Because by the time fans do come back in a sports population where we have every single major sport, including soccer, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, we got Division One sports with the University of Minnesota in town. Uh, you know, the, the sports dollar up here is something that, you know, a lot of people are after. And you got to put a, a decent product out there if you want people to come out. And especially if you want them to drive, you know, downtown to Target Center and it's winter time. So we will keep our eyes on the Timberwolves. Uh, just real quickly talking about the NBA and we're just breaking it down by conference here, East and West. Uh, doing the top eight as of now. Boston, the Celtics are off to a good start at eight and four. The Bucks, even though the Bucks took a loss uh, yesterday, they're nine and five. Philly is nine and five. Pacers eight and five. Brooklyn, Brooklyn with Mr. James Harden all of a sudden. And listen, here's what the sports gov gives you on Kyrie Irving because you know you don't really like to go to go to town on a dude who's doing the right thing. You know, he's into social uh, justice. He's into bettering the community. You know, he uh, just bought the George Floyd family a new home. And and things like that are are just phenomenal and everything. I don't know if he wants to play basketball anymore. That is his choice. But I think he should let the team in because, again, now we're just getting – you know, the byproducts of all this. But if he doesn't want to play, just let the team know. And if you want to be, you know, go to work in the community and kind of do what Maya Moore did, so to speak, then do do your thing, man. Ain't nobody going to be mad at you. Well, some people are going to be mad at you. But it's coming to the part where he's got to let the Nets know what's up because that's why they got James Harden because they, they don't trust what Kyrie's doing or thinking. But man, if those three can get back, might be might be looking at something here. And by the way, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant, like he just never missed a beat, you know, blew out the AC, the Achilles. No big deal. I'll just come back and dominate. And that's what he's doing. And, you know, props to him. Uh, what else do we got going on? So keep an eye on the on the Nets there and, and, you know, that whole situation. Outside of that, hey, respectful. Knicks trying to play some 500 ball. They're at 7-8. and eight. Uh, Cleveland and the Hawks top out the top eight out east. And in the west, Lakers, obviously 11-4. The Clippers are 10-4. and four. Utah, 9-4. Phoenix is 7-5. San Antonio, the nice little thing they got going out there. See if they can develop that talent and, and kind of get their name back in the mix at seven and five. Spurs and Trailblazers are eight and six. And then the seventh and eighth team are the Golden State Warriors and Memphis Grizzlies, both at seven and six as well. Yeah, man, it is uh basketball is off and running. And we'll really start getting into that as well next week. We know we like to really check out the NBA about that 20-game mark. Uh, you can start kind of getting a feel for things right around there. So we're getting there, about 12 games in. So about another week and a half, then we're really going to be going into NBA on a more regular basis here 
on the Sports Done Right podcast um, as well. So fire Ryan Saunders, sure. And I hey, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I don't know what you're going to bring in, though. Um, outside of that, what else is happening in sports here? Um, locally, Gophers looking good. We're going to get into uh, Gophers a little heavier in Big Ten, a little heavier next week there. Nice win over Michigan the other day. A much-needed win against Michigan the other day because the Gophers were definitely on the ropes there for a quick second. And they just, these you got to beat these big-name teams, but the Gophers need some road wins as well to kind of solidify um, any NCAA tournament run they're going to make here as well. Um, very quickly, Tiger Woods has uh, surgery number five on his back here, folks. Um, so that came out today, and you got to wonder with Tiger just, you know, how, how much can a back take, man? I mean, honestly, how much can a back take? take um he will not play in the farmers insurance open next week at tory pines where he's won seven times so that's a that's a little bit of a bummer always love seeing tiger out there at tory pines he will also miss the genesis invitational um that's at riviera country club in los angeles where he serves as the host of that tournament and you know in a statement released, he says, I look forward to beginning, or excuse me, to begin training, and I'm focused on getting back out on tour, Woods said. Well, let's just see what happens. He turned 45 here recently. Um, <laughs> I'm reading from this article here. Surgery count is now up to 10, five on the left knee, five on his back. Yeah, man, it, it just might be, but... We've all said that it just may be the end. Now, the thing with Tiger Woods is he may not catch Jack's overall record ultimately. You know, he still needs four to break that record. He has 15 majors. Uh, Jack has 18, so he needs three to tie, four to win. Don't know if that's going to happen, but Tiger is only one win away from the all-time PGA Tour win. Uh, and that number is 83. He is tied with 82 victories with Sam Snead, official PGA Tour victories right now. And, boy, you got to think maybe, just maybe, somewhere, if he does get back, if he can just put it together for a little bit, he can find one little tournament to tr- try and win, but we will see. So Tiger Woods is definitely... I'm going to be resting up here. By the way, did you guys check out the documentary on HBO about Tiger Woods? I checked it out. Part two. It's a two-parter. Part two was this past Sunday. And, I mean, you know, it was interesting. A lot of stuff was known. Some stuff was unknown. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I feel about the the high school girlfriend. I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, it was high school. I mean, and, you know, I don't know what her life is like now. I don't know if she's married or anything. It just, I don't know. I just, you know, she, she had a lot to offer, but I don't know if it was all just necessarily new. I think that was kind of the thing that I took out of the documentary is while some new stuff was dropped, you know, it wasn't like you came out knowing something completely new. You know, they interviewed Rachel, you could tell. Um, she was one of Tiger's main uh, ladies on the side. And 
while she, you know, she, I mean, the biggest thing there was just, you know, he needed her to almost just kind of sleep and just kind of cuddle with and fall asleep, you know, while he pops some Ambien. But I don't know. I mean, if you got some time, check it out. Didn't do a whole lot for the sports governor on a personal level, but hey, that's just me. Um, what else do we got here? Let's do this. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish it up with the NFL playoffs. And like I said, an abbreviated show tonight, uh, Sports Done Right. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Make sure you check me out. We're on all major streaming services. So we're, for the most part, wherever you're getting your podcast, you can check us out, whether that's Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, um, Google Play. We're all over the place. Just Google Sports Done Right. And we will be right back after this break. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the wait a minute show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on the staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text diploma to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Shit, man, and, and she went and did me real wrong. I mean, I did the same thing to her, but she ain't had no right to do me like that, though, dog. For real. You've been seeing him, and I know. And I was with her, and you knew about it. But I was too blind to see you, baby. And you was down there doing the same thing as me. I wanna ask, has he been by the crib? Has he been in our car?
shouted, do your thing. Hey, shouted, who you fooling you? No, I'm way too cool for you. To run that game on me, play me, try to do me like a be doing you. Say you heard I was screwing her, just like I hear he doing you. Why you worry about me doing me? I see you doing you. I can make her better though. You gon' let him ruin you. Jeff, for the record, no, I wouldn't have her unless I could have the two of you. I know why he pursuing you. That booty do be moving, boo. Late night, straight pipe, they ain't nothing new to you. Wait a minute, can't tell me shit. Wanna tell me something, then tell me this. If I would've never would've hit that chick, would you even ever know dude existed? Now, got me twisted. Yo ass goodbye, I kissed it. Now you all on his dick. Shout it, look at this. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling 
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. Now, a little football talk. Let's start in slave ship. Let's do it! Ooh, hit the wrong button there. All right. Eric B. Enemy. Arguably the number one offensive coordinator, offensive mind, offensive this, offensive that, blah, 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 this and that, blah, blah, blah. Kansas City can't find the job to save his life. Can't get interviewed. And unless... And unless we are not privy to some information, like I don't think Eric Bieniemy wants every job that you know becomes available. You know he he's in the league, he knows people, he's got contacts. So you know I'm sure he's sitting there going, you know what? Yeah, this is available, but you know they don't know what they're doing over there. I'm good. And by the way, I want to welcome Cedric Galloway. He's in on the Spreaker.com chat room. Real quickly, let me touch on some new folks here before we get out of here. Um, We have Ronald from Chicago, Illinois, listening. What up, Ronald? Vince, what up? West side here, my home area. I appreciate it, Ronald. Thanks for uh, popping in there as well. Don from Washington is calling us as well, or not calling, is listening in Washington State out there into Spokane. Very nice. Appreciate that. Um, We have uh, Tommy, another Tommy, listening to us in Chanhassen, Minnesota. We have Blake listening to us from Hudson, Wisconsin. And we have Annie listening to us from Madison, Wisconsin. Look at that. A lot of upper Northwest love for the sports gov tonight. Uh, Cedric says, Biennemi's only hope is looking like he needs Andy Reid to retire and get a job. You know, and that's okay. Now, it's funny that Cedric brings that up because that's kind of where I'm going with this whole thing here. And we'll get into the playoffs in, in just a second. I mean, um, I'm not going to spend too much time on, on scores and all that. But what if there is a plan in place in Kansas City that we are, have no idea? And say they win the championship this year. Andy Reid goes, you know what? I got two. This is great. Well, I feel good, everything. But you know what? He may want to retire. You know, Andy has been through a lot, you know, losing his son a few years ago and just the toll that that took on the family and everything. I'm just saying he may, he may want to retire. In which case, you have obviously the next man up in 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 my opinion and many other opinion, you got Eric Bieniemy sitting right there. So maybe that's why this go around. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, listen, the NFL is the NFL. And it's always going to be old boy network. And that is very slowly changing too damn slowly. But maybe, maybe Kansas city's got Eric B and me in mind. So I'd, I'd be real interested, you know, let's see what happens if, and again, big, if, if they win another championship and go back to back this year. And I know 
you you want to the, the choice is there and then you want to rise up and look at three peats and everything but if he does retire then you do have eric b enemy right there now the other the flip side of this coin is once again if eric b enemy doesn't seem to be getting any looks any interviews i mean same old you know um just upper crust upper white guy management of the nfl and if that's what's going on while well, that's a bullshit but you know we've seen that before so i i really wonder if there's a kansas city link to this eric b story Because he deserves interviews, at the very least. He deserves a job. And again, no names and retreads being thrown out there for positions that are available. I just find it somewhat interesting that, again, Eric Bieniemy is, uh, his name is missing in action. So um, stay tuned. We will see what happens. I, You know, kind of with all these conspiracy theories going around our nation here lately and then you know as we're in the last few hours of the trump presidency um i just yeah it was just something i was kicking around i had talked with a friend about it this past weekend we were like yeah what if that is the case i don't know all right so green bay sent the message that they are for real and they want this world championship. And can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers gets one more chip over the infamous Brett Favre? I mean, what does that do for that relationship? What does that do for Packer Nation? Rodgers threw for 296 and a couple touchdowns. No interceptions, which was key against the Rams in their 32-18 to win up at Lambeau Field. Lambeau actually had some fans in there. So... Uh, you know, regardless that I hate the Packers, I will say in, in these stadiums where fans have been allowed and socially distanced, it, it, it really was nice to hear live reaction and stuff again as well. And uh, even those lowly Packer fans as well. Um, leading rusher was Aaron Jones. He went for 99 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers actually scored on a rushing touchdown as well. Devontae Adams always looking good. Nine catches, 66 yards. He had a touchdown. Uh, Lazard had a touchdown as well. Or he had 96 yards. And that was the thing. The ball got spread around. You had uh, Devontae Adams with nine catches. Alan Lazard with four. Uh, Robert Tanya with four. Uh, Valdez Scanling with four. So, again, playing Green Bay football where they're spreading it around a lot. Um, outside of that, defense looked fairly good. And they get Tampa Bay. And isn't that something? Tampa Bay goes in. New Orleans, I look, I thought New Orleans was just the better team. I thought they were going to find a way to do it. But um, Drew Brees just looks old. Good guy, all that stuff. But he just looks just old. <laughs> Cedric says Vince I feel you about the throw up in the back of your mouth having to give praise to the Packers yeah man it it, it sucks it really does Cedric I, 
I, I can't tell you how bad it sucks for the sports governor, but it does. But also, I got to kind of, you know, be a, somewhat impartial here. And the one thing we've been saying on Sports Done Right about the Packers and, and their quarterback is he's been on a mission this year. Uh, he has been playing with a renewed spirit, and he's been going off. And Green Bay is back in the NFC Championship game now. They get the battle of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's that's still weird to say. But, you know, literally every year since 2000, Tom Brady's been in the AFC Championship. Now he, he continues a streak where he's on the NFC side of it, and he's um, in the NFC Championship with a 30-20 to win over the New Orleans Saints. Again, Breeze, he can't get the ball downfield. He can't throw it. He cannot. I, I, I think it might be time for Drew to hang it up. He's got nothing left to prove. He's one of the greats. He's got the Super Bowl championship. Um, enjoy life, Drew. You can't do this forever, even though some of y'all think you can. Um, Tom Brady had a buck 99, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 63 yards rushing. Ronald Jones, 62 yards rushing. And on the receiving end, Tyler Johnson had the one big catch, the former gopher, for 15 yards, kept the drive going there. Um, Brad had, or Braid had 50 yards. Leonard Fournette out of the backfield had five catches for 44 yards. And look at this, 30-20, to 20, Tampa Bay with a phenomenal defense led by uh, Jason Pierre-Paul doing big, big things. Drew's arm is dead. Said said it, and it was funny. Just as I read Said's comment, I see uh, Mike from Ian Prairie. He literally said the same thing. Uh, Breeze, nice guy, but he shot, should have hung it up after last year. Definitely needs to hang it up now. Exactly. Um, Tampa Bay defense looking real good. They got to find a way to bring it in the NFC Championship game because they got to get to Aaron Rodgers early and often. And they got to score quickly. They got to get, you know, Points on the board that's going to get Green Bay thinking, hey, what's going on here? All this stuff, the, the the magic of Tom Brady and everything else. The Buccaneers need a very fast starting Green Bay next week to, to have a shot and to propel this dream scenario and get Tom Brady back to the Super Bowl in an NFC uniform of all things. Um, we move over Kansas City, Cleveland, Turned out to be a very interesting game, obviously, with, um, you know, Mahomes goes out with the concussion. He's got to leave the protocol, this stuff. Backup quarterback comes in, and, you know, the Chiefs hang on for dear life, 22-17. to 17. Um, Cleveland, they tried, man. They had a phenomenal year for the Browns. Got a playoff win. Things are looking very good for them. They just need to kind of keep building it, keep believing. And, you know, the Browns are 11-5. and five. You don't say that too often. So congratulations, congratulations to them, excuse me. Baker Mayfield, he threw for a 204 and a touchdown, one interception, 23-37. Nick Chubb, who I really like a lot, he didn't get a touchdown, but he busted out for 69. Kareem Hunt had another 32 and a touchdown as well. Um, on the receiving side, Rashard Higgins brought in 88 yards, which tops the list for Cleveland. 
And, you know, I mean, just I know they want to keep it going. Nobody wants to lose, but Cleveland's done a phenomenal job this year. Patrick Mahomes, before he went out, was 21 of 30 for 255 and a touchdown. Then they revved up the Henny, and Chad came in for, he threw 6 of 8 for 66 yards. He did have an interception, but like I said, they held on. It got interesting, got kind of fun there for a minute, but they held on. Um, Rushing for Kansas City, Daryl Williams had 78 yards. Then uh, Patrick Mahomes, 14 yards, followed him up. But, man, um, congratulations to Kansas City. Well-oiled machine. They just keep winning. And um, looking forward to seeing what they do. They got a tremendous defense, defense over there led by Honey Badger. Former uh, Gopher Damian Wilson, uh, Bashard Breland as well. All of those folks had interceptions in the last game as well. So congratulations to them. And we're going to end it out here. What can you say, man? Stephon Diggs and the Buffalo Bills. They win 17-3 over the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think anybody was kind of expecting that score. But the Bills are for real. And they're feeling good, and they are up, and they are moving. And Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will be sitting home watching again, unfortunately, for you Ravens fans out there. Lamar did throw for a buck sixty-two. He had one interception, no touchdowns. Um, he rushed for another 34 yards. Gus Edwards was the leading rusher for the Ravens with 42 yards, but again, no touchdowns. And it was all Buffalo, and the Bills came to play, and they that's what they did. They, they just sent the message, and it was all good. Josh Allen, 206 and a touchdown for – he went 20, 23 of 37. Uh, Rushing-wise, not a lot of rushing in this game here. Uh, Singletary, their running back, had 25 yards. That was the most out of their backs. And Stephon Diggs, the one and only, eight catches, 106 yards, one touchdown. John Brown came in, eight catches, 62 yards. So I I can't wait, man. This Buffalo Bills team is fun to watch. Uh, Stephon Diggs still has a lot of fans here in Minnesota. And... I wish them well. I think it'd be great if Buffalo could find a way to get into the the, the game, and um, if they can find a way to be Kansas City, I would I would actually like to see that. Obviously, we're pulling for Tampa Bay here in Minnesota. Nobody wants to see Green Bay get to the Super Bowl, but you know Tampa Bay's got a big big uh, challenge in front of it. There, do not sit on the Green Bay Packers at home, but. If there's one quarterback out there, one brain along with Bruce Arians that can figure out something for one game only to flip the script, then it must be Tom Brady. All right, folks, I'm going to get on out of here. We got some stuff we got to take care of here. It's been another Sports Done Right episode. Thank you for listening. Again, you can follow me on Twitter, Vince Wright, at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Sports Done Right on Facebook for our Facebook group and also at Sports Done Right on Instagram as well. And big things coming on the podcast, working on some interviews, working on some uh, things down the road that um, should be very, very interesting, including a, a video element finally to the Sports Done Right where we can actually see the sports governor doing his updates as well. So with that, we are out of here on this very cold, cold Tuesday night in the Twin Cities. Um, 
just looking for the temperature there because all my my warm weather friends always get a kick out of temperature updates this time of year and it is a balmy 14 degrees here in minnesota right now Um, we'll be warming up tomorrow they tell us to about 30 you guys take care um minnesota timberwolves i wish you guys well i hope they can get it figured out peace thank you for listening to sports done right with your host the governor of minnesota sports talk the honorable vince wright check out sports done right every tuesday night and when it's over stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the sports done right facebook group let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now you finally got it right with sports done right